BYU Cougar baseball is on the air as the Batcats get ready to take the field. Rockets want deep left field. Left fielder looks up. That is a grand slam home run. This is BYU Baseball on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Now to get you ready for Cougar Baseball, here's Brent Norton. Well, Cougar Baseball fans, welcome to Larry Miller Field, where tonight again the Cougars back into West Coast Conference action against the St. Mary's Gales. Gales 3-0 on the year, the Cougars 4-2, three big games here in Provo. Had a chance to sit down with Coach Mike Littlewood uh, a few moments ago and talk about this series with the Gales. Uh, we'll play that for you right now. We are here with head coach uh, Mike Littlewood. Coach, coming off a great win Tuesday night against the Oregon Ducks. Exciting night of baseball here in Provo. And, uh, boy, your team, all facets, again, just continue to play a great baseball. And it's nice to get a win against the Pac-12 school. Yeah, that really was a marquee win for us. Um, we we just grinded it out all night. Our, our pitching staff kept us close. Brock Hale, with his uh, scores three to one, hit hit one near the Marriott Center to make it three two, and we felt like we had a chance right then. And got out of Ben Weiss came in, our left hander out of the pen, got us out of a big situation. Austin Deming makes a great backhanded play to get a kid to run down uh, at third. I mean, just a really, uh, I'm sure for the fans, it was a nice, fun ball game to watch. For us, it was a little bit uh, tense, but it was good to come out on top. Uh, St. Mary's in town. They're 3-0. and They haven't lost in the conference. Uh, they took last weekend off. But Tell us a little about this rivalry. Interesting. Cougars don't seem to play great in Moraga. And same thing here. We'll, uh, we'll see if that continues this year. Well, Moraga's a tough place to play. It's, it's really like a glorified high school feeling, and it's, it's flat. Um, you know, they're kind of used to the surroundings, and they get excited, and it's just a place that we haven't played well for some reason. Pepperdine's another place that we just traditionally, since I've been here, we haven't played great. Um, but we've had pretty good success against St. Mary's at our park. Uh, it's a really good team. I mean, the first three, four years I was in this league, they were kind of just at the bottom every single year and put up one or two wins, and um, you could count on a sweep pretty much with them. But it's different. Coach Valenzuela's been there, what, maybe four years now. They've been to a regional. They're getting really good players. Um, so they're they're one of the top two, three teams in this league year in and year out now. No doubt about it. Uh... Jordan Wood going for you tonight, uh, ERA under two. He'll go against Kevin Milam. We've seen Milam before. Should be a good matchup. Well, Kevin Milam, to me, he's he's a bulldog just like Jordan Wood is. Um, he's a junior. He's been around, was has been all-conference um, every year as a offensive guy and as a pitcher. Could make it either way. Um, hits two in their lineup. Uh, will pitch today. He's going to be 89-92, um, a really good hard cutter and a slider. You're going to see him work away most of the day. He's going to work, try to work on the outside part of the plate. It's going to be important for us not to have the umpire go out, go too far outside and just call pitches that are off the plate strikes that we can't handle. That's going to make a tough night for us. And we need to bring that slider up and make him make him throw throw the ball over the plate so we can hit it. Uh, he's going to be tough, though. But Jordan Wood, I mean, to me, Jordan's one of the better, if not the best guy in, in the conference. I mean, he's 90-93. Uh, the velo's up this year. And he throws us four pitches for strikes. And so if we get the good Jordan Wood, it's going to be a, a tough, tough game. If we get the average one, it's going to still be a, a good game. That's that's a nice thing about giving Jordan the ball. Again, uh, as we talked about, with the top-loaded home schedule here for you, boy, important games. Every every conference series is important, but I think home games are even more important. Well, as we look at the schedule, I mean, we're gone three of the last four weekends, maybe even five of six, including our uh, non-conference Seattle trip. Um, and so, yeah, it, it's super important to to get this. You don't want to have to go on the road three weeks in a row and, and win series. Uh, it, that's a tough way to do it. 
But one game at a time, um, you know, we'll, we'll try to can't win. This, it's harder to win the series if you don't win that first game and, and put your back against the wall. So, uh, you know, I feel comf- confident with this team. We're in every single game we play, knock on wood. Um, so I think if we just concentrate on what we're doing, make pitches, play defense and get a hit here or there in timely situations, I think we're going to be okay. Okay, Coach, looking forward to a great series. Good luck. Uh, we'll see you up in the press box after. Thanks, Brent. That was BYU Baseball Head Coach Mike Littlewood. For lineups and the first pitch, let's rejoin Brent Norton. Back here, Larry Millerfield, Brent Norton, along with uh, <clears throat> Tuckett Slade. And uh, Tuck, boy, big three-game series here. St. Mary's, Gales, uh, uh, Cougars, and Gales, I both both looking forward to this one. Uh, they've re- really become quite rivals. And the Gales have never played that well in Provo, and the, and the Cougars have never played that well in Moraga. So we'll see if things continue that way. Yeah, you're right. Both teams kind of own their home field, and uh, hopefully that's, that goes again this weekend. But this St. Mary's team is really good. They come in hot, and they have a great pitching staff, clutch hitting, and it's going to be a tough test that uh, I really look forward to this weekend. St. Mary's beat Cal State Santa Barbara on Tuesday by a score of 7-6. Cougars defensively will have Hill behind the plate. Brian Sue at first. Brian Call at second base. Jackson Clough at short. Austin Deming at third. McIntyre in left. Jelilich in center. Brock Hill in right. And Jordan Wood, the ace of the staff, on the hill. And we are ready for baseball as Joe Franish will step in. He is a junior hitting 371 on the year. Has four home runs. One of their veteran leaders batting from the right side first pitch from Jordan Wood there's a ball hit out to Clough in the hole on one hop he throws him out good play there by Clough on a ball hit pretty well there by Joe Vranish yeah really good play there by Clough little I was a little little worried to see that first throw because after he got hit in the hand his throwing hand on Tuesday you know he missed practice yesterday with a swollen hand and it looks good though to see that nice strong throw I'll bring up Kevin Milam he's the pitcher and he's hitting second Milam, a 306 hitter with uh, two home runs. And here's the first pitch from Wood, and there's a little looper into right field. That ball is going to drop in front. Uh, Brock Halen, boy, it certainly looks like uh, the Gales up there looking for that first pitch as they've swung at uh, both pitches that uh, Wood has thrown. Yeah, they're an aggressive fastball hitting team, and that's what Milam's done over his three-year career with the Gales is just attack fastballs, and he got one there and got enough, good enough Wood on it to, to get himself a, a one-out single. Bryce Willits now steps in. Willits, the third baseman. He's hitting 455 limited action this year, but he's been very hot of late. A home run, seven RBIs. And the first pitch is over for a call strike. Yeah, kind of similar to uh, Brian Call for us, right? Not a ton of at-bats, but you kind of play that hot bat in that left-handed hitter in Willits. He's only started five games. He's played in 15 but this is only his sixth start. He's uh, hitting in that number three slot in the batting order and a swing and a miss for call strike two. Well, and that's what Jordan Wood has against these left-handers for St. Mary's. He has that really good changeup running down in a way that he'll like to go to tonight. Well, and what a game Tuesday night. Cougars big come from behind victory over Oregon, 7-3 the score. Exciting night, as you'd mentioned. Uh, Clough got hit on his hand on a pitch in the eighth. There's a ball hit up and off of the leg of Willits and boy every time anytime you see a batter get hit in the you know in the wrist or the hand boy you just worry and x-rays were negative but like you said kept him out of practice yesterday but that first throw looked awfully good 
Yeah, and then BP today, too. He still had pop in his barrel and was taking good swings, so it doesn't look like it's going to affect him. He's a tough kid. Beautiful day for baseball here. A little uh, breeze blowing out toward left. Uh, forecast uh, for showers later in the evening, but uh, can't see a cloud in the sky right now. Pitches outside for ball one. Well, let's say freshman out of Mission Viejo, California. A left-handed hitter will step back in against uh, Jordan Wood. Cougars five runs in the eighth inning against Oregon to win that one. Big crowd on hand uh, on Tuesday night, and uh, it was a lot of fun. Ball fouled off. It was an exciting game, a lot of fun. And we got a couple of common opponents this year already where Utah Valley played these played St. Mary's here in a three-game set, and uh, they also played Oregon earlier this year. So kind of got little reports from both teams because of that. Makes it nice. Ball and a strike. Wood, fastball, looped into left field. McIntyre got a bad jump on that ball. Gets past him and will go to the wall. One run will score. And the batter... Bryce Willits ends up at third base as I think the sun really had an impact on McIntyre there. Got a bad jump on it, and he tried to kind of dive and throw his body at it, and it got past him. Yeah, it did. He did get a bad jump on it, and he should have just stopped and let it bounce and hit him, but instead he tries to slide, and because of it, it gets by him for the triple. So an RBI triple by Willits, and St. Mary's on the board here quickly. And Ryan Novus, center fielder, will step in. Novus uh, hitting at 385 on the air. He's a uh, junior out of Tempe. And the first pitch from Wood. That ball's hit into the hole just past Clough. And St. Mary's up 2 to nothing here early. Yeah, good clutch hitting and good start for St. Mary's. Novus is a guy that that's his 28th RBI on the year. He's a four-hole guy that doesn't look like your prototypical four-hole, but finds a way to, to get hits and get RBIs. Eddie House now steps in. He's a senior out of Rancho Palos Verdes. He is a senior that has been around for a few years. One of the veterans on this squad as he hits uh, fifth in the lineup, a two fifty-six average. Jordan Wood came into the game with a 1.63 earned run average. He's also already given up two runs. That ball's hit pretty well. Jelic going back in center. Danny's going to get there and make the kiss just short of the warning track for out number two. And I'll tell you, Jordan Wood might want to start throwing balls on that first pitch because four of the five hitters have jumped on that first pitch. Yes, they are. They're coming right at it. And House uh, hit that ball a long way. Fortunately, it was hit high, and Jelich was able to go over and get under it. Two men out. Austin Chavine steps in. He's also a senior out of San Ramon, California. He's got a home run in the year. Gale's in the road gray uniforms. Cougars in the blue top, white pants, as we've just started here. And the Gale's with three runs on three hits. Or, I mean, two runs on three hits. Here's Wood's pitch. Hit pretty well, center field. Jelic going back, looking up. He is there and makes the catch and crashes into the wall. 
Great play by Jelich, and he is down out there on the warning track as he caught the ball and had a couple of feet and then just crashed into the wall. And hopefully he's okay as uh, St. Mary's is retired finally here in the first inning. They got uh, two runs. They got those two runs on three hits. There were no errors. One man left. We're through a half an inning. St. Mary's two. And the Cougars coming to the plate on your new skin, BYU Sports Network. This is BYU Baseball on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Now back to the ballpark and Brent Norton. As we come back to Larry Miller Field, Danny Jelilich uh, walking off the field. Uh, the great play by Jelilich uh, saved another run for the Cougars, but he's kind of holding that right arm. So I'm not sure if he's going to be able to continue as Jelich uh, just now uh, getting into the infield area of the field. And that would certainly have an impact, uh, uh, Tuckett, especially defensively with uh, with the way Jelich can play center field. Yeah, definitely. I mean, he's a guy that really can play center field. As you see, that's an amazing play that he made as he crashed up against the wall. But tough break there for Danny. Well, the Cougars will come up. Brian Sue will go against Kevin Milam. Cougars down by a couple of runs here as they step in for the first time in the first pitch. And that ball's hammered to deep left center field. That's going to be in for extra bases. Up off the wall, Sue around first base. And Brian, on the first pitch he sees, he doubles to the wall in left. Yeah, good swing right there. See a fastball down the middle, and you just hammer it. Good start there for Brian Sue. Well, the ball you can see carrying pretty well here in the daylight. Just a little slight breeze toward left, not a whole lot. But uh, we've seen some balls hit a long way here early as Brian Call steps in, second baseman. Freshman out of Mission Viejo, and the first pitch is foul at the plate for strike one, 90 on the fastball there by Milam. As Coach uh, Littlewood said in his uh, pregame, uh, fastball guy. Will work mainly away. Against lefties, he will show that change up a little bit, but he likes to be a fastball kind of cutter slash slider. Here's Milam's pitch. Way outside for a ball. You know, last year his ERA was under three, if I remember. This year he's a little over six, so he's he's given up a lot more hits this year than he did last year at this point. Three wins, two losses on the year for Milam, as he has uh, definitely struggled from what we saw last year. 1-1 pitch. Curveball catches the outside corner. Milam, uh, his sixth start. He's thrown 27 innings. Giving up 30 hits, 21 runs. Has 31 strikeouts, so an averaging about a strikeout an inning. Opponents hitting 297 off the right-hander, who also uh, hits in the batting order for St. Mary's. And the pitch to call, that's outside. For ball two. A good take right there. Fastball running away. Your job here, if you're Brian Call, is just with two strikes here, is hit a ball to the right side and at least advance Sue to third base for Brock Hill to put him in an RBI situation. Tonight's Cougars St. Mary's game, the only game being played in the West Coast Conference. All the other series will start up tomorrow. And a 2 2 pitch. That's outside for ball three. That's his curveball right there. What makes him tough is he's got a. His cutter is 86 miles an hour. There's a ton of people in this country that don't even throw a fastball at that velocity. Like 
Three and two the count. Call. Batting from the left side steps in. Milam, a long look in now. Timeout call. Boy, what a night. Tuesday night for the West Coast Conference. Might be their best midweek conference baseball ever. Some of the wins they picked up against big-name schools. 3-2 pitch. Call takes that one outside. Ball four. Yeah, good take right there. Let's go over that. As we mentioned, St. Mary's beat Cal Santa Barbara, who was ranked at the time. Portland beat Oregon State, who was ranked number seven. Pepperdine beat Cal State Fullerton. Uh, Gonzaga beat Washington 5-4 up in Spokane. And Santa Clara beat uh, UC Davis by a score of 9-0. Number one, UCLA did beat LMU 9-4, but very good representation by the conference on Tuesday night. Brock Hale steps in now. Nobody out, runners at first and second. First pitch to Hale is a curveball down low, ball one. Rob Hansen, the home plate umpire, he's the same guy we had Tuesday night. Travis Eggert at first. Andrew Wolverton is the second base umpire, and Steven Fritzoni is over at third. Well, you got a chance right here for Brock to, to answer that two spot in the first. Here's the 1-0. Hale hammers one deep center field. Center fielder looking up, going back. And Brock Hill has gone deep again. Right over the top of the center field fence, up in the top of the tree. Brock Hale has hit his fifth home run of the year, drives in three, and the Cougars up three to two. Wow, he didn't miss that fastball. 90 mile an hour elevated fastball, and he took it right back up the middle. Probably hit that 420 feet to dead center on a line. That ball was smashed. Great swing, Brock Hill. You know, I think at least 420. I think maybe 440, 450. That was in the top of the tree. And the tree's a good 20 feet behind the fence. I'm going to give it 420 because that's where it hit. But you're right. It would have been probably 450. We'll give him the credit for that. So the Cougars up 3-2. And the first pitch to Jackson Clough is over for a strike. That's a great answer to back up your ace that gave up a two spot in the top. You get three in the bottom, and you still have no outs here. Here's the 0-1 to Clough. That ball's hit hard. That ball's into right field for a base hit. Three hits and a walk in the inning. And Milam hasn't retired an out yet. Clough pulled that one just past the second baseman. And Austin Deming steps in. Deming hitting 308 on the year, the freshman out of Santa Clara, Utah. Cougars 18 and 5 on the year. It's a 78% winning percentage, which leads the conference. And Deming pops this one up down the first baseline. First baseman going out hard, and he is not going to get there. Defensively, Daniel Mendez is behind the plate for St. Mary's. Austin Chavin at first. Eddie House at second base. Connor Thane at short. And Bryce Willits at third. Joe Vranish in left. Ryan Novus in center. Jack Murphy in right field. This St. Mary's team number two in the nation. Fielding at a 986 clip. Oh, that's impressive. They're just a team. They, they make every routine play, and that's what you have to do. 0-1 the count. Here's the pitch to Deming, and that's up a little bit high for a ball. You can see Milam's a little frustrated with the zone, showing a little bit of emotion on those borderline pitches that aren't being called for him, and it's putting him into bad counts because of it. 
One ball, one strike. Deming hits this ball hard but foul down the third base side. And definitely the Sun's going to play a little part in these next couple innings. Third baseman shortstop. And we've already saw, seen McIntyre, the Cougar left fielder, be uh, impacted by that Sun. Well, you saw it in our Gonzaga series as well that, that affected uh, our left fielder in that series as well. Yeah, uh, Kringlin was out there yeah. in that game. It's a tough, no, time, tough you know, time no, of day. No doubt on a normal situation, McIntyre makes that play easily as Deming swings and misses on the slider for out number one. That'll bring McIntyre up. McIntyre, the big double to give the Cougars the lead in the eighth inning. Fell behind in the count, kept battling, and then finally rocketed one off the bottom of the wall in left field. Yeah, just a huge at-bat for him and his confidence. Hopefully that, that rides into this weekend. One man out, one man on. Three runners across for BYU. And Kevin Milam will throw to first base. And uh, back in safely is uh, Jackson Clough, who leads the Cougars in uh, stolen bases with five on the year. He has not been thrown out yet. Again, kind of a tough time for the hitters with that ball coming out of the sunshine and into the shade. And that pitch is over for a strike. Yes, it really is a tough time. It's hard to pick up spin when you have that sun to shade. You can still see a fastball, but if they throw that spin, it's tough to pick up. Cougars lead the overall series against St. Mary's, 18-10. to 10. Since joining the conference, they've uh, beaten the Gales 13 times and lost nine. Pitches down low. Eric Valenzuela in the six years really done a good job for the Gales and Building a good program. Yeah, he, he, he builds a foundation on a pitching staff. You know, he's a pitching guy. And he always has a dominating pitching staff that just competes every game. Then he has offensive players that really grind it out. Ball on a strike. Checked his swing on a pitch that's inside for ball two. Yeah, St. Mary's uh, over the years has really kind of been the, the doormat of the conference. But, boy, the last three or four. They have turned it around. And now they're uh, one of the top. Yeah, always one of the top year, two, three. Yeah. In that tournament almost every year. Two balls and a strike. Pitch to McIntyre is down low, ball three. Yeah, they had a, a tough ending to their season last yeah. year. They had a three-game lead to get into the tournament with three games to go against LMU, but they were playing LMU at LMU, and LMU swept them and got the tiebreaker to get in the tournament over them, so not the way they wanted to finish last year. 3-1 pitch. Ball hit pretty well. Center fielder again going back, looking up. This is another home run. This one by Mitch McIntyre. Hit right at the base of the steel fence up near the road. So, again, not a cheap home run by McIntyre, and the Cougars have gone deep twice here in the first inning, and they lead this one by a score of 5-2. to two. Yeah, it was not a cheap home run right there. He got a 3-1 fastball, and he did not miss that pitch. Dead center, absolute fantastic swing by Mitch McIntyre. There's a little bit of wind blowing out, and uh, we saw Wood struggle a little bit, and we're really seeing Milam struggle here in the first. Cougars five runs on five hits against Kevin Milam, who coming into this uh, 
season, Tuckett, I think you would agree, was probably one of the top five pitchers coming back in the in the conference. Well, he really was, and it, it's so funny how one year can be a difference. Last year, do you remember the game that him and Jordan Wood faced off last year? It was one nothing Cougs in the eighth. Milam had like 14 strikeouts. Wood was throwing phenomenal. Wood hung one breaking ball in the eighth, bottom of the eighth inning. They hit a two-run shot, and they beat us 2-1. to one. That was the type of game, and now here we are. Five to two in the first between the two aces. It's just crazy the way the game can go. Unbelievable. So Kringlin now will step in. Cougars five runs in the inning on four base hits. There's been a walk also thrown in there. Boy, McIntyre put a scorch into that one. Hit it well out. And Kringlin, who's a right-handed hitter. DH for the Cougars takes the pitch inside ball one. Well, Milam's velo is still good. I mean, he's 89 to 91. He's just throwing those pitches in the plus counts down the middle. And right now the Cougar batters aren't missing. Pitch is way outside for a ball. Both Cougar home runs came to the deepest part of the ballpark. Straightaway center field. Brock Hales went right over the top of the mound, over the second base bag, and Mm -hmm. right over the top of... uh, middle of the ballpark here in center field. 2-0 pitch to Kringlin. Ball hit pretty well. Right fielder coming in. Now he's going back, and he's going to get there on the track and make the catch. A good swing right there by Keaton. Nice to see him going the other way. Yeah, it is. When he does that, uh, hits are going to start falling for Kringlin. Well, a good sign for the Cougs is looks like Jaron Hall got out of practice in time because he's now on deck to replace the injured Danny Jelich. So Hall comes from football, takes over in center field for BYU. And the first pitch to Noah Hill is over for call strike one. That tells you the kind of confidence Coach Littlewood has in uh, Hall. As Jaron probably hasn't had the uniform on too long. Didn't get here for any BP, I don't think. Well, practice gets over at 545, and it's 630, so he didn't have any BP. Maybe a few uh, cuts down below in the cage, yeah. 1-1 pitch. That pitch, uh, nice breaking pitch that drops in for a strike. Just reminds you of your old summer ball legion days where you just showed up a half hour before the game, you stretched, and you played. That's the way you did it. It is. Noah Hill steps back in. He fouls that one up off the screen, up over the St. Mary's dugout. Two balls, two strikes, two outs. or uh, One ball, two strikes, and two outs. Cougars with five on the board here in the first. Pair of home runs. And Hill takes that one inside for a ball. Two and two the count. And that pitch is a ball. Three and two. Milam now up to uh, 28 pitches here just in the first inning. And here is Milam's 3-2 pitch inside ball four. So Noah Hill works his way on with a two-out base on balls and uh, Jaron Hall coming up. 
Yeah, fantastic answer by the Cougar offense after you give up the two spot in the top to come score five and basically have the whole entire lineup get to bat in the first inning is a huge answer. Hall will step in. Young man who's on the football team, backup quarterback, but uh, during spring ball he was the man. Had a break, great uh, spring game last Saturday and just about to conclude. Uh, and then he will be uh, pretty much all about baseball. First pitch, curveball over for a strike. Jaron Hall in limited action. He's had 20 at-bats. He's had three hits. Had a big game-winning hit against UVU uh, last Tuesday. There's a bunt. Milam's going to field that one and throw Hall out, and the Cougars are going to be retired in the inning. But the Cougars scored five runs on four hits. No errors. One man left. We're through one. Cougars five. Gales two on your new skin, BYU Sports Network. For more BYU baseball, let's rejoin Brent Norton. Well, seven runs were scored in the first inning. Five by the Cougars, two by the Gales. We go to the top of the second. And seven, eight, nine due up for St. Mary's. First pitch from Jordan Wood to Jack Murphy's outside ball one. Here's the 1-0 pitch from Wood. That ball fouled up and out of play. Murphy out of Alamo, California, 379 hitter. Has 10 RBIs on the year. Murphy uh, just 29 at-bats. This is only his seventh start of the year. And here's the 1-1. Inside squared to bunt and took the pitch uh, just off the plate. Gales come in 3-0 and in the conference. Cougars 4-2. and Cougars are 8-1 and against the Gales here in Provo. Swing and a miss, 2-2. Two and two. Pitch way off the plate. That's cr- and what is the record at their field, do you know? Uh, well, we're 18-10 and 10 against them all time. So 8-1 and here, so we've won 10 there. But I think there's a couple of... Uh, Neutral yeah. site well, games we, in that, I too. know we played them at the conference tournament a couple of times yeah. and whatnot. So, yeah. It's crazy how one it's, team, each team dominates their own field. Well, it's, it's interesting. That field over there. It's different. Is di- it's, you know, it's, it's, a, it's a nice field. But, uh, you know, it's, uh, uh, you know, they keep talking about building the stands and stuff. It's, it's kind of a high school type of environment. And... Uh, the Gales uh, take advantage of that and play good baseball there. Yeah, they do. They, they take advantage of it. They they use it to their advantage. But you're right, it does feel like a high school. Three balls, two strikes. There's a ground ball hit right at call. He's got it at second base, and he'll throw to Sue for the out. One man out, and Daniel Mendez, the catcher, steps in. Mendez, another Gale, who uh, is only, this is only his sixth start. He's only got 18 at-bats. Of course, the story of the ball game is the two home runs by the Cougars. Also, Danny Jelich going down with a shoulder injury after he made a catch and then smashed into the wall in center field in the first inning. Yeah, fantastic play that saved a runner two, possibly. First pitch over for a strike. But uh, 93 right there by Jordan Wood. 
really sucks to see him go down in the first inning because he's starting to swing the bat much better, and he's a plus defender. No balls and one strike to Mendez. He's out of Chino Hills, California. That ball inside hitting. As Mendez is hit by a pitch. And that will bring Connor Thane, the shortstop, up. You know, Jordan Wood, his his velo's up this year, good two, three, maybe even four miles an hour. Is that just off season conditioning? Uh, yeah, you know, a new had, pitching coach. He he took the summer off and didn't throw it all. Just threw a ton of innings last year and decided to to really just take it off and, and let that arm recover. And then it took him a while to get his velocity back in the fall, but his little regimen and program has really paid dividends. Connor Thane swings and misses at a breaking pitch for strike one. And he's, you know, I know I talked to him a little bit on a postgame show, and he did say that he, you know, he's doing everything, the long toss, yep. everything that uh, Coach Bradshaw has him working on, and whatever it is, it seems to be working. Well, and he does everything you're supposed to do plus some. He's a guy that's just a tireless worker who really wants to just stay in shape and, and do the best he can. Here's the 0-1 pitch over for call strike two. And like Coach Bradshaw sh- uh, says all the time, he's like – the junior pitching coach. He takes control of this staff and really preaches what Coach Shaw is preaching and, and gets them to buy in, and, and his numbers show that. You know, it's nice to have a, a, another guy on the team that's like that. 0-2 the count, one man out. Second inning, Cougars lead 5-2, fastball. Misses outside. Top of the order due up next, Joe Vranish. Vranish uh, grounded out his first time up. Another conference action uh, in the weekend. Those, these games will all start tomorrow. As Wood looks in, here's the pitch. Swing and a miss. Thane goes down on strikes. Two men out. Yeah, really good strikeout right there. Another action. Uh, San Francisco's at Santa Clara this weekend. Pepperdine at Pacific. LMU at Portland. That'll be an interesting series. Portland beat Oregon State up there by a pretty good score, 5-1. And San Diego is at Gonzaga, another really good series. I tell you what, I guarantee you Portland is using that in recruiting because they've been Oregon this year and Oregon State. They're a good team. Two men out, runner at first base. And the first pitch to Vranish, a swing and a miss for strike one. Boy, they love to swing at that first pitch, and Wood's doing a good job adjusting to that. He's throwing more off-speed first pitch, but they're still hacking at it. They're they aggressive. are going after it. Yes, they are. One through nine so far here in the ballgame. Vranish, the uh, right fielder, steps back in, and here is Woods 0-1. It's just off the plate, and the count now a ball and a strike. Gales with uh, two runs on three hits in the first. They had a pair of singles and kind of a sun-aided triple. Cougars with two home runs in their half. They lead 5-2. And here's the 1-1 pitch to Vranish, and that's way outside ball two. Coach Littlewood, uh, three wins away from winning 200 games here for the Cougars in his seventh year. 197 wins, 148 losses for... Coach Littlewood, that uh, he coached at Dixie State from '96 to 2012 before coming to BYU. Two-one pitch, 
Looked like a straight change right there that just caught the inside corner. And the count evens up a two and two. Before that, Coach Littlewood coached at Alta High from 93 to 96. He's had a lot of wins in his career. National championship down at Dixie, junior college championship. Former Cougar player. And here is the 2-2 pitch from Jordan Wood. Ball hit pretty well, center field. Back goes Hall. He is there, and he will make the catch for the out. Gales are retired. No runs, hits, or errors. One man left. We are through an inning and a half. 5-2 Cougars leading the Gales on your new skin, BYU Sports Network. This is BYU Baseball on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. First batter, Brian Sue steps in here in the bottom of the second inning. And he takes the first pitch over for a strike. Sue doubled to lead the game off for BYU. And eventually came in to score on the three-run home run by Brock Hale. Hale with that home run, he's now got 20 RBIs, five home runs. And you knew eventually Brock would really start swinging the consistent hot bat. And boy, he's been doing that. There's a slider. Good pitch there. Dropped in over the inside corner. A ball and two strikes to the Cougar first baseman. And they've been big hits, Brent. That's the key. They've been big hits. Not just, you know, hard singles, but big-time home runs and doubles. Pitches outside. Uh, Of course, Hale had the big home run against Oregon to make it a one-run deficit. And that you you could actually see the dugout relax because he did that. Two balls, two strikes. Milam's pitch, and Sue swings and misses. First strikeout by Milam in the ballgame. And that will bring Brian Call up. It's a good cutter right there, 84 miles an hour, running away. Good pitch. Call walked his first time up. As the Cougar second baseman will step in against uh, Kevin Milam. First pitch is hit hard right at the first baseman. Chavin, he's got it. He'll step on the bag for the out. And quickly two men down for the Cougars here in the second. And Brock Hale strides in after uh, a three-run shot in the first. And with nobody on base, two men down, I think they're going to be a little more careful with Brock Hale. Yeah, he's not going to come fastball right here. He's going to try to go change up and cut her away. Milam, a look in, and here's the pitch, and that's down low for a ball. Wow, he went with a fastball there. Just nowhere near the zone, though. That's uh, That was the key there. Here's the 1-0. Breaking pitch down low for ball two. So they mentioned Eric Valenzuela, the head coach, sixth year at... Uh, St. Mary's, he uh, played his baseball at Pepperdine and then coached for a long time down at San Diego State Cougars. I remember him from way back, Tony Gwindes, back in the Mountain West Conference being on that staff. There's a another curveball. This one drops in for call strike one. Yeah, he's really got that cutter this inning going. Got good command with it. 2-1 pitch. Inside, just about hitting. Gales play at Louis Gisto Field in Moraga. Enrollment there at St. Mary's, 3,779. 
Moraga just east of the Bay Area, up in the hills. Swing and a miss. I didn't even know that kind of place existed before we started playing St. Mary's. It was a beautiful little area. You drive in, there's these trees everywhere. You drive and you're like, there's no way there's a college around here. And then, bam, there's an opening, and there there it is. 3-2. Strike three called on the inside corner, and the Cougars retired in order here in the second. Lawrence hits her errors. We're through two complete. 5-2 Cougars leading the Gales on your new skin BYU Sports Network. Gales pitcher Kevin Milam will step in. He singled his first time up. Steps in here in the third with the Cougars up 5-2. Want to know the count now on Milam. He'll be followed by Bryce Willits and then uh, Ryan Novus. Pitch by Wood is a little bit outside for ball two. Jordan seems to be kind of amped up here tonight. Uh, yeah. He seems to be working a little quicker than we're used to seeing him. The ball's popped up. Back goes Noah Hill behind home plate. It is there, and he makes the catch for the out. Hill makes a good play on a on a tough pop-up right behind the plate. Yeah, that's a really good play. Those are outs you just have to have in games like this. That's a tough play for a catcher. Yeah. It just keeps coming back on you. You've got to trust that it's going to come back. Well, he lost his balance a little bit, but he made the play. As Willett steps in, had the kind of the wind or the uh, sun-aided triple. Now the sun completely down behind the ballpark, so uh, nobody dealing with that anymore. Owen won the count on uh, Bryce Willett. He is a freshman. Out of Mission Viejo, and the pitch is over for a strike. The wind has picked up a little bit, and now it looks like it's blowing out to center from it was out to left earlier. Yep. Pitch is just off the plate. Mm-hmm. You can see some balloons down in the some of the portals, and those are blowing a little harder than even the the uh, flag shows in center. Yeah, there's an impending storm. It's supposed to get here. It's just a matter of when it gets here. Here's the one-two pitch outside for a ball, but still... You know, clouds on the uh, western horizon, but uh, still a, a really a nice night for baseball here in Provo. This series will end the homestand for BYU. Ball hit hard, uh, call at seconds, got it. And he'll throw Willits out for out number two. Cougars will play uh, St. Mary's here again tomorrow night at 6 and then Saturday at 1 before on the road. They'll be in Salt Lake Tuesday night, 6 o'clock against the Utes for the first time this year. And then down to San Diego against the Toreros next Thursday, Friday, and Saturday. Two men out and Ryan Novus, who had an RBI single, hits them all very well. Center fielder Hall going back at the wall. Jumps up and makes the catch. Wow. Wow. Jaron Hall, incredible play. As he went up and crashed into the wall. Fortunately, he's okay as he's running in and as he saves extra bases there. And the Gales are retired in order here in the third inning. We're through two and a half. Cougars five, Gales two on your new skin BYU Sports Network. For more BYU baseball, let's rejoin Brent Norton. Jackson Clough steps in for the Cougars. Lines one left field. Left fielder 
bounces out of his glove, clough around second base. He'll hold it right there. Boy, you could see the wind just taking that ball away from Ranish out there and left. Got his glove on it. Got his glove on it, but very, very tough play. I think you got to go double there for Clough. Yeah, I mean, he's full extension. Yeah, anytime you're jumping full extension on the run, it's a leadoff double for Jackson. So Clough doubles, and that will bring Deming to the plate. Why, Milam looks so good in the second. A couple of strikeouts and a ground out. I look at the and shift they're playing on Deming. Clough uh, with his second hit of the evening. And the first pitch to Deming is up high, ball one. Uh, they really pushed Deming over into the right center field alley. They've been listening to you on the radio. Yeah, you, they really you have. Tell, you tell, keep telling guys how, hard, how well he hits the ball to well, right well, center. Look at the left fielder. He's playing in left yeah. center field. There's a whole left field line just sitting there. Want to know the count? They have been listening. Well, the center fielder is yeah. in the right center field alley, so they're really playing him to go the other way. That pitch is outside, ball two. Both pitchers, uh, I'll tell you, Jordan Wooden the last inning didn't fool too many people either. So uh, that ball that Jaron Hall caught, an incredible play by Hall. It's one of those hitters' days where they just see the baseball real well and putting good swings on it. Milam again from the stretch, 2-0 pitch. That is inside ball three. We are in the top of the, or bottom of the third. Cougars lead 5-2. Cougars five runs. They have those five runs on five base hits. As Deming again with a 3-0 count. Now Milam looks at second. Didn't make the throw. Just tried to get uh, Clough back into the bag at second base. And there for just a minute, I think Clough thought he might try to leg that thing into a triple. Yeah, he's got the speed and, and vision and instincts to, to really do anything he wants, but smart with no outs. Just take the double and... 3-0 pitch over the outside corner for a strike. Crowd continuing to come into the ballpark tonight. Cougars 18-5 and off to a tremendous start. Lost 2-3 of three to Gonzaga, but since then this team has just been lights out. They've had a good homestand, played what good baseball here. Even those those two losses to Gonzaga were good games, and he had a chance to win them. 3-1 pitch. That's outside ball four. So a double and a walk. Cougars have runners at first and second base. And now Milam getting up there in the pitch count after giving here in the third inning. That's 50 pitches for Milam through... Two plus innings. McIntyre, who homered his last time up, a two run shot over the center field wall, steps in. And the first pitch to Mitch is inside, ball one. That was Mitch's second home run of the year. RBI's number 14 and 15 for the Cougar left fielder. Average continues to climb. He's hitting now 244. And Milam's pitch is over for a strike at knee, knee high. Yeah, good fastball right there. That's where he needs to be. Where he got hurt so far in that first inning was that fastball was elevated. And some swings were put on it. But you, you live there. It's hard to elevate that pitch. It's just beat that into the ground. 
Ball on a strike. Cougars Clough at second, Deming at first, and that ball's hammered foul down the right field line into the bullpen area of St. Mary's. He's got him set up here with that. He can go backdoor cutter or he can go that changeup away. And the thing about getting that low strike call for strike one is now if you throw that changeup in that same spot, McIntyre has to think, okay, that's a strike, and by the time you commit to it, that breaks in the dirt with the changeup, and it's a strikeout. A ball and two strikes. McIntyre steps back in. Strike three called. You call it kind of the backdoor slider. And McIntyre goes down. That is the third strikeout of the day by the pitcher Kevin Milam. And that will bring uh, Keaton Kringlin up. Yeah, borderline pitch right there that went... Milam's way for the backdoor strikeout. Kringlin hit a ball deep to right field his first time up that was caught. There's a curveball that just missed Keaton. Well, I thought it's, it, it almost like it sounded hit. like it, it hit did, him. It did, didn't it? <laughs> One and all the count to Kringlin. The DH, he's a senior out of Cedar City. Again, like kind of the, the trend he's on. I know uh, Coach Pratt's been working with him hard. Try to get that uh, swing back on track. As Keaton steps back in. And that ball's hammered left field. Base hit. Clough's going to score easily. Cougars now lead 6-2. to two, And again, Keaton Kringlin finding some holes out there. Picks up an RBI. His 11th of the year. Yeah, got a hanging breaking ball there and was able to Hit a single through the six hole for an RBI. Good at bat by Keaton Kringlin. But you're right, Coach Pratt and him have been working tirelessly to try to get that swing back to where he's competitive. And so far, the last couple of games, he's got a couple of hits, a couple of RBIs. Hopefully that can really just get him going because if he goes, Brent, this offense can do anything. Timeout looks like the catcher. We're going to... Wow. We are actually... Wow, did he get crossed up on a pitch? We are changing catchers. In the middle of an inning. See if we can pick up that number. Looks like it's 30, uh, 33? 33, yeah, Matt Green. 33. Or 23. Looks like it's 23. Yeah. Yeah, 23 is J.C. Santini. He is a catcher. Yeah. I'm not sure if I've ever seen that uh, in the middle of an inning after a, yeah, a single. No kidding. And maybe... Oh, I, maybe he was missing signs. I'm not sure the speculation, but... Uh, Santini into the ball game. That is strange, Brent. That is really strange. J.C. Santini, a sophomore. We'll take over behind the hill, or behind the plate, and the first pitch is a ball to Noah Hill. Cougars with five in the first. They've scored one so far here in the third. They have runners at first and second base with one man out. They've out-hit the Gale 6-3 in the ballgame. And here is Milam's pitch, and there's a bunted foul at home plate. Yeah, good idea. The third baseman was playing five feet behind the bag. You get that down the line, and that's a bunt single. And loads them up for Jaron. Jaron Hall into the ballgame, came in from football practice, and... Uh, Jelilich went down, crashed into the wall, hurt his shoulder. 
We'll try to give you some updates on him if we uh, receive anything. And there's a ball heading to the left field, base hit. Here comes the runner, Deming, around third base, and he is going to score easily. And the Cougars now up by a score of 7-2. to two. Yeah, Good piece of hitting. Again, another breaking ball in the middle of the plate that Noah Hill is able to hit into the six-hole just like Keaton did. Add one more run to the board. Great at-bat by Noah Hill. So Deming scores. Jaron Hall steps in. Runners at first and second. Jaron, his first time up, tried to bunt his way on and bunted it back to the pitcher who was able to make the play. And Hall takes that for first pitch over for a strike. The hardest pitch he's thrown of the day right there at 92. Milam probably not very happy out there on the mound as he has now thrown 60 pitches through two and a third innings. And the uh, Gales have a left-hander up in the pen. All swings and misses. 0-2 the count. Yeah, good good curveball right there. Can't tell for sure who it is, but it is a left-hander for the Gales down the right field corner. Cougars five in the first, two more here in the third. And here is Milam's pitch. There's a curveball that drops in for call strike three. Yeah, good pitch right there. Just froze him. Four strikeout by Milam, top of the order. Brian Sue steps in. He's doubled and struck out in the game. That curveball just literally froze Hall at the plate. Yeah, big pitch when he needed it. He needed to get an out right there. And the first pitch outside, ball one. Cougars with Kringlin at second base, Noah Hill at first base. Two men out. Cougars with uh, two runs on three base hits in the inning. And Sue trying to keep this inning going. That ball's hammered just mm. foul down the third baseline. Brian hit it hard. Yes, he did. Just a little bit in front of it. Yeah, a little backed-up cutter there that just stayed enough of the plate. A ball and a strike to Brian Sue playing his final year for the Cougars. He's out of San Ramon, California, hitting 360 as he steps in here in the bottom of the third. Pitch is over for a strike. Sue's been up in all three innings here for BYU as they've uh, really offensively Looked very good in this uh, opening game against uh, St. Mary's. Milam's pitch. Sue swings and misses and goes down on strikes. Cougars with three run or two runs on three hits. No errors. Two runners left. We're through three complete. 7-2 Cougars over St. Mary's on your new skin BYU Sports Network. <laughs> 